When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets Hello class, open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 7, Episode 22, Chapter Titled Brave New World, Part 1 I'm Alden I'm Tanya I'm the boy I'm the girl And it's a Brave New World Part Now Yeah? Yeah, I'm not all there So you are going to carry this clip show Okay, I have a question for you Yeah Do you ever... Think about things in montages. No. Really? Yeah. No, you know my memory, right? Yeah. Like, I don't remember things well at all, so no. Like, any any memory that I have is a, a struggle to get out, which, which means that the, it can't clip show. Like, it can't montage because they can't come fast enough. <laughs> like, I'll have a memory, and then I'll be like, that reminds me of a time... Wait, what was the time? Where was I? Who was there? I don't remember who was there. We were with, um, I, I was playing D&D yesterday with, with, uh, our friends Todd and Miranda. And Miranda said that she rewatched episode one of Sandman and asked me if we had watched any further. And I said, no, that we haven't. And, and, she said, so you only watched the one that we watched together. And I said, we watched an episode together? And yeah, we watched the first episode together here at our house. But I completely forgot. Like, she said, yeah, I was at your house and we watched. In my head, I was like, did she, like, call us? And we did, like a like, a thing where... Uh, we, we watched it at the same time and her husband, Todd goes, how do you remember anything? And Miranda went, he doesn't. Also, you've watched through episode four. What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not joking. What? Yeah. You watched through episode four. I know we watched episode two. And three. And four. (laughs) (laughs) And you were like, this is about where I'm at in the comic book. And I was like, cool. You keep reading. And the next time we watch, then we can watch through the next part that you're at through the comic book. Yeah, well. It was episode four. (laughs) So if you guys wonder what it's like to be me, I don't know. Get hit over the head with a baseball bat or something. Play soccer. Play soccer. Um, do you ever think in montage? Yeah, I do so often. Sometimes it drives me crazy. Do you like, hear music when you do it? No. I wish I did. But I definitely, like, even if it's, even if it's, like, a bad thing, like a bad memory, I can't even just think of just one of them. <laughs> it, like, links to every bad thing that happened because of that memory. Mm. or surrounding that memory um but this time of the year is a big montage brain time of the year because nine years ago we started dating around this time of the year so we we were dating (laughs) 
And often, like, based on, like, what the weather's doing or whatever, I'll have, like, nostalgia memories and they montage like crazy. Hmm. But now I'm wondering if I'm strange. Well, first and foremost, yes. But second, and second and most, um, I don't know. I, 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 I think I am certainly strange as far as, like, my, my memories go um i i don't know i i worry about me (laughs) but like i think i i wouldn't be surprised so i i would love it if people could let us know if you think in montages ever or if this is crazy or if i am crazy we're gonna try to stop saying crazy so much well it's two episodes left So we would love it if you would let us know if you think in montage or if um, Tanya is just an eccentric thinker or if I just have bad memory and it makes me not montage. I have a feeling it's going to be like Tanya montages in her brain. That's so odd. Do you hear like laugh tracks when you do it? No. Okay. It's just so the memories. So so what you're what you're saying is what you do is you have memories. I have memories, but it's never just like one. It's never just like, oh, this reminds me of this particular time. It's like this reminds me of this time, which reminds me of this time, and then that reminds me of this time. And while we were watching this episode, I was like, Well, like, obviously other people's brains do that because that's probably where these like clip shows come from it's like a clip happens and they're like "Ooh, this clip reminds me of this one they put that one with it and then that clip reminds them of another one they put that one with it i don't think so i think these clip shows come from uh let's remind people of all these funny things that they forgot about Mm. it's like, if you remembered all of this stuff, why would you need a clip show? Yeah, I guess so. But I also don't enjoy clip shows. So... Well, this is going to be a fun episode, then. Why? Because you already don't like it. What? Is it a clip show? Yes. Um. Anyway, it's... We'll, we'll get to it. it this is going to be a super short episode, though. I am sure of it. Also, if you hear uh, what sounds like an angry 16-year-old um, doing ang- angrily doing dishes behind us, good job. You figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, this is going to be a short one anyway, so sorry. Anyway, uh, what have you been up to? <laughs> well, it's funny you should ask. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you forgot. Well, I don't think I've really been doing much. I've had a really long, stressful week. Um, Yeah, I've just tried to continue to exist uh, and be present. And I don't haven't really done much else. I've played Dark Souls 2 2 a lot, but that's because it is a um, comfort game. It is a comfort game to me dying over and over again. Um, Like. I don't know. I haven't really watched anything. Have I? I haven't really. Uh, well, you watched 
through episode four of Sandman. I think part of the reason I'm forgetting that is because I've been reading the comics, too. Right. So, like, I remember all of the stuff happening, but it's the comics that I'm thinking of. Um, I've been reading through Sandman, and I'm through episode uh, through issue 19 or so now, which is further than the show even goes. So, um, but I've really been enjoying the comic for the most part. It, it really does play out in a way where you're like, when would this come out? Was it late 90s, early 2000s? No. When was it? I want to say he started writing Sandman in either the late 80s, early 90s. I read it in the early 2000s, so I just figured it never existed before that. Things existed before <laughs> you found them. I mean, do they, though? Yes. Because what is real, if you don't know... That is this it's like real. the tree falls in the forest and nobody hears it? Did it happen kind of thing? Kind of, yes. Because it did happen. No, no, it's, this is more, more in depth than that. I mean, except that somebody knew it existed before you did. How do I know that? Because I didn't know that they existed before. How did that... you find out about it in the first place? It appeared. No. Into you my eyeballs. You found it because someone let you borrow it. Um, are you looking up when the comic mm -hmm. came out? Yeah, it's, um, well, what I have to say is directly related to when it came out. So. 1988. Okay. That's what I said. 1988. <laughs> <laughs> I know my Neil Gaiman history. Um, I actually probably should have known that because at the beginning of all of these comics, there's like a whole foreword written by somebody who talks about where, where they were when they read it. Anyway, um, they really are a product of what feels like to me of the 90s where it was like life is so great but here's this seedy underbelly and i'm gonna tell you exactly how awful and disturbing it really is and it and it was written in a way where it and there were countless movies like this and and comics like this and books like this where they embellish a little bit almost in a way where they're trying to go like I'm showing you the truth. But in 2022, like, we know the truth, so it just feels like you're embellishing for embellishment's sake. Like, some of the violence and some of the seediness. Like, it's... It, it bothers me a little bit. It's a fantasy comic book series. Yeah, and... I think specifically, there are things that happen to women in the comic book multiple times that I don't think were put in there to be shocking or titillating or whatever. It was put in there to say, like, you guys are ignoring that these things happen to women. In 1988, 100%... People were ignoring I, that that was happening to I, women way more than it's being ignored now. Oh, I, I absolutely agree. And that's what I'm saying. But like, so reading that now feels different. Do you understand? I guess so. But like, I think, I think one of the issues is, is that one, like in 1988, you were five, I was four. So while we might know things that happened then, we didn't live through it. And then when we were living through it, it was on a 
very opposite side of the spectrum where in our heads, the bad things that were happening were actually good things because that's the way we were raised. Like bad shit was happening. Like really, really, really bad stuff was happening in the late eighties and the early nineties. And we were not engaged in what was going on by any stretch of the imagination. So I don't know. And, and I know that part of it is that I am very much a a huge Neil Gaiman fan, Mm -hmm. but I also am like five years ago, six years ago, I didn't know that things were as bad as they were. I knew what was bad in my personal life, but I did not know what was going on in the world whatsoever. And it's very possible that that stuff isn't being embellished, but it's supposed to be dramatic. Like it is a comic book and Neil Gaiman is theatrical and I don't know, but there's also like we talked about, stuff happening to women in comic books. And if it is a gritty comic book, stuff happens to women. Right. Like I haven't read one from from the between the 90s and now that wasn't like a kids comic book that didn't have awful things happening to women. Right. I mean and to an extent that's because that exists can constantly in the world. Exactly. But that doesn't. I think what I'm saying is, is, I don't fault Neil Gaiman or The Sandman or any of the publishers or anything. I just it makes me feel icky reading it. Right. There are spots where I'm like, oh, God. Like, well, it's not supposed to make you feel good. It I know. is supposed to make you feel icky. So it did its job. It did do its job. Wow. We just talked more about a comic book from 1988 than we're going to talk about a Boy Meets World episode. <laughs> um, have you been watching anything? Ingesting anything? Um, Not so much. I, I'm still watching some Dimension 20. I'm watching A Court of Fame Flowers with you pretty much. Um, I started another campaign on, on Dropout today, and I love it. And so I'm kind of still slowly going through that back catalog. Um, I read a really good book. I, but right now it's so much, like I have so much to do. Yeah. And I have so much to do. And then on top of it, like we're short staffed at work. So like Friday, it was my day off. Alden and I, we were on our date and my boss texts me and asked me to come in. And that's never happened before right. in all my time of working there. Um, so on top of the fact that like I didn't have time to do what I needed to do anyway, I also lost time by going to work on my day off. So like instead of watching a bunch of stuff yesterday or reading or relaxing or whatever, I, one, did not go to D&D and I was supposed to, two... I had to process, I think it was 26 pounds of tomatoes 
because I grew all these tomatoes and now I have to figure out what to do with all of them. And if I don't figure out what to do with all of them, it was all for nothing. Mm -hmm. So then I had to make sauce and salsa and spend time with the kids. And I did. And I watched a movie with Caden and Aubrey and I watched Honor Society on Paramount Plus with Gaten Matarazzo. And it was a cute, like, little teen movie. But otherwise, I've watched through episode four of The Sandman. We, what was it that we were watching last night? Oh, I can't Bef- even... Bofurry? Bofurry? <laughs> All right. That's gonna... <laughs> it's, it's an anime that we started watching that because I was just going through Hulu. I was looking for some anime... And it, they didn't have it, so I was just scrolling through to see what they did have, and I started seeing some of those, like, way out there anime-slash-manga names, and I got to one that was like, uh, oops, I leveled up all of my stats into defense, and and then it was like dot 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 or whatever. <laughs> I forget exactly what it's called. But it's an anime about a girl who joins an, an online game. Like on VR. And puts all of her stats into defense so that she can't get hurt. And she becomes this like unstoppable, like, I, I want lovable loser, I guess. Mm-hmm. Where she's just like, she can't do anything right, but it doesn't matter. Everything works out right for her. There's almost no story. Yeah. And everything that they say is like if you're picking your stats for a D&D character. And it was very calming and soothing. And I fell right to sleep. And it was wonderful. Yeah, I super would never like recommend it to anybody. But it was just so delightful to have on on TV and just be like, ha, she can't get poisoned because she's so strong. (laughs) (laughs) she can't get poisoned because she ate all the poisonous bugs yeah like a bug just like drops out of the sky and she's just like i guess i gotta eat it it was it's It's weird really cute i really like it anyway you know what else we watch though what do we watch boy meets world season 7 episode 22 chapter titled a brave new world part one uh can you go ahead and blur me up though i don't know maybe maybe she can blur me up but she has lost her notes. The blurb for this week. The second to last episode of the entire series is. It's a time of joy and sorrow as the group goes their separate ways. This episode was directed by Jeff McCracken and it was written by Matthew Nelson. Maddie Nels. Wow. I know. They brought the crew, like, this season three crew back together. To put together all of the clips. To write about four sentences of plot. Um, So where do we start? Classroom or not? We are not in the classroom. It's the second to last episode. Can't we get an episode? Can't we get a classroom? (laughs) We're not in the classroom. We are in the boys' apartment. Yeah, uh, they're talking about New York. And well, ha- they're not talking. Corey is yelling. Corey He's is like, yelling about I don't want to go to New York. He's like screaming about it. Yeah, and Sean says something back to him, and he's like, why does everyone always take her side? And then immediately, whoosh, cut back to the first se- season with Topanga forcing herself upon Corey. Yeah. Um, it's just like... 
the, a clip of her turning and talking to him in the classroom. So now we are in the classroom briefly. And mm. then it's the clip of when his hair was nuts and Topanga slams him against the lockers and kisses him after he says he doesn't want to kiss until they're married. Um, yeah. So we we is that the la- only clip we see? I'm not gonna sit here. Uh, yeah, and re- we're not gonna talk about every clip. That's yeah, ridiculous. I'm barely gonna talk about any of the clips. So we got clips. Yeah, we got lots of clips. Uh, and then it cuts over to Jack talking about. Um, uh, we're in the now. We're in, in the, the oh yeah, yeah yeah in the apartment, and Jack is talking about he's going to the Peace Corps. Yep, he finally did it. He signed up for the Peace Corps. He's gonna show his dad. Something. Because his dad wanted him to join the Peace Corps, so now he's going to join the Peace Corps, and that's going to show him. Um, That'll show him. Yeah, and then Cory, Topanga runs in, and she's like, Cory, I decided. I'm going to stay. Yeah, all of our friends are here. Our life is here. We're not going to New York. And then she leaves. We get a clip montage of Corey and Sean screaming yes. Well, that's after Corey and Sean scream yes at each other first. Well, yeah. So, uh, and then we get, uh, I don't know. Um, we go to the backyard. Yeah. Well, after Sean says, like, hey, you know she's not telling the truth, right? She doesn't want to stay. And Corey is like, let me believe this. Let me... Uh, pretend just for a minute and be happy. And then we cut to the backyard at the Matthews house. Yep. Where Eric is yelling, Fina! And he actually does, he, he does the Feeny call. Fina! Fina! Feeny! Well, that's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Which was funny. And Mr. Feeny is just so delighted. Like, so delighted. And... Uh, we have a montage of the Feeny call. Yeah, because Feeny is like, "What? Stop it! I'm not a duck." And Eric goes, "You'd love the Feeny call, right?" And then it cuts to a montage of all of the Feeny calls of all time, mm-hmm. which I didn't think that there were that many, but they apparently were. And Alden, who doesn't remember anything ever, was like, "I knew there were that many." <laughs> That's exactly how I said it. <laughs> I remember. Don't worry. Um. And uh, so it cuts back to Feeny, and he's like, I do love it. And Eric is like, good, because I got you this doll. And he pulls out a doll of him that's like really kind of mishmashed together. And he pulls the string on the back, and it goes, Feeny! Feeny! (laughs) (laughs) And then he pulls the string again. He's like, look, it's Eric doing Mission Impossible. And... Mr. Feeney is, like, giggling. He is just beside himself with happiness. And Eric is like, all right, seriously, Corey's having a bad time. Need you to give him the usual, all right? And then he walks away. Yep. Corey walks over, and Corey's like, I'll take the usual. And I think Mr. Feeney invites him over, and Corey's like, no, it has to be at the fence. Well, all because the good advice comes at the fence. First, uh, Mr. Feeney says, all right, Corey. And he goes, no, it's Mr. Matthews. It's always Mr. Matthews. You don't call me Corey. It's Mr. Matthews. And then he's like, why don't you come over here? And he's like, no, we always do it right here, right at the fence. We don't, I don't go over there. So um, he's having a hard time with change. And he says that. He says, I don't like change. And, and then it cuts to clips of them at the 
at the at the fence. Feeny giving advice at the fence. Yep. Just like, a really quick, like, just a couple things. Yeah. And then, Mr. Feeny, we're back in the now. We're back in the current time. Are you following? I'm following. I wasn't talking to you. Oh. Anyway, we're in the current timeline, and Mr. Feeny starts giving advice, and he says, you see this this plant over here, which I'm pretty sure is a tropical plant that will not grow in okay. the ground in... Okay, you're off work. In Pennsylvania. This isn't work time. Um, But he says, like, you see this plant right here, and of course, like, yeah, I always, like, I love your flowers, and... And or he's like, oh yay, a, a flower metaphor. I love this. And Mr. Feeney's like, this plant was in a pot in my house because that's where it belongs. Okay, it's All a house right. plant. Okay, unless you're in a tropical climate. I want to go play with the dog. And hey, you let me talk during this part, so here I go. So Mr. Feeney says, like, um, it was doing great. It was thriving until it wasn't like it stopped because it didn't have any more room to grow in the pot the pot was too small so i knew i needed to put it in the ground and do you know what happened when i tried to take it out of the pot i was met with resistance the roots were trying to hold on to that pot but i got it out and i put it in the ground and now look at it and Corey's just like yeah it's doing great yeah and, um, uh, Corey says, like, so, like, I understand what you're trying to say, like, um, you know, Topanga, and, and Feeney says, like, you know, you know, if she's, if she stays in the house, she's going to stop growing. Um, and, and he talks about the fact that, like, when she, Decided not to go to Yale. He, she came to him first. And Corey's like, yeah, to tell you that she didn't want to go because of me, right? Mm. And he's like, no. Like, Topanga knows she's going to do well here. Like, she knows that she'll do well here. So if she stays here, she'll just keep doing the same things. And... That's when you realize, like, Mr. Feeney is so good at advice because it was so true. Well, it was. That was a very good Feeney advice. Like, mm-hmm. we haven't gotten a good metaphor like that in a while. It's like they were just holding on to that one. Yeah, it was so good, though. Um, and then we see a clip of Corey planting the flower or whatever in Feeney's yard. Yep. Little Corey. Little Corey. Not now, the pig little Corey. Right. Not the pig little Corey, which was conveniently absent from all these clips. Hmm. Look who Maybe gets next week. look who gets forgotten in the in the shuffle. You know who gets forgotten? Little Cory, the pig. First Morgan. I was about to say first Morgan. And Minkus. Minkus. And also where is their new baby brother? Oh. He poofed. He disappeared. Uh he's in the next the next episode, I'm pretty sure. But that's neither here nor there. Um Uh so anyway, we go back to the Mary Dormer Park place, Ma'am M. Dap, mm-hmm. and t- Corey is basically saying, like, "Yeah, I n- you need to you need to go to New York. You've never failed at anything before, and you're not going to start now." And um, Topanga starts arguing a little bit. He's like, "No, I want to go to New York. 
why can't I have this? And she's like, really? Like, I'm going to do this? We're going to do this? And Corey's like, yes. And she's like, all right, we're going to New York. And Corey just like grimaces. He's like, how am I reacting? And Topanga's like, like, the same as me. They're both very nervous. And through this whole thing, there is a an, another clip, which is literally every moment of their relationship. Like, every <laughs> moment. Yeah. Like, it goes through the Lauren saga. Yeah. Like, it was so many clips. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we go back to the backyard. Matthew's family, backyard. Well, no, we go to MDAP one more time. Oh, we're showing. Where Topanga hugs Corey and tells him that she's afraid. She's afraid of failing. And he's like, it'll be okay. Like, some sometimes you have to just do it and you're going to do it. And even if you fail, I might even love you even more. Yeah. And then now we do a little snippet of them dancing in the wrestling ring. That's right. Anyway, now we I go to the backyard. I took more notes than you. Now we go to the backyard. Yeah, we go to the backyard where Tanya's more... Tanya's going to do the rest of the episode. <laughs> go ahead. No, I'm not. No, they want to hear your voice way more than mine. Um, Morgan and Alan are sitting there. Um, and... They're just like, so, New York, huh? And Amy's just, like, sobbing around the backyard. She's just, like, pacing and sobbing. And she's like, I'm inconsolable. And Alan says, oh, you know. Well, she also says, I love this line. She goes, they can't, it's stupid for them to go to New York. You can't go to New York and raise a baby. There are no babies in New York because the rats eat all the babies. Yeah. And then Alan is just like, you know, Eric is going to go with them, right? And she immediately is like, cool, calm, and collected. She's like, oh, what's for lunch? Yep. What's next, Tanya? (laughs) Then we go to the Matthews kitchen Uh where Jack and Rachel are sitting in the Matthews kitchen. Yeah. And, And Jack... It's like, Rachel, you're joining the Peace Corps? I thought you wanted to travel. And she goes, I do, but I want to do some good in the world first. And then we go to the clip in the montage where she's choking Mm -hmm. and Jack is doing the Heimlich. Yeah. Remember when she was doing good in the world? And then Eric comes down and screams. And then we go from that one to the food fight. Right. And those are Rachel's two montage clips. That's it. Also, I am 99% certain that two episodes ago, it was, or maybe it was last episode, Rachel was saying she wanted to join the Peace Corps. And Jack was in completely in, uninvolved in that. Yeah, but she said she wanted to join the Peace Corps so that she could travel with the Peace Corps. Right. But Jack was involved in that because she was looking at all the literature about Peace Corps when he came over after being on the phone and she's like, oh, I'm just looking at stuff about Peace Corps and he's like, let's make this about me for once. Right, right. That's that's what I meant. Like, he was not involved in the Peace Corps discussion. Well, because I guess he didn't. he was inspired. Yeah, I guess. 
Um, but f- then he was surprised that Rachel's going into the Peace Corps, which is confusing. But anyway, what so happens next, Tanya? After that montage, uh-huh. we're back in the Matthews kitchen where Sean, Topanga, and Corey come down the stairs with suitcases as if they were living there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. This whole thing, like, was wild uh-huh. because why were Jack and Rachel in the Matthews kitchen talking about the Peace Corps while Morgan and Amy and Alan were in the backyard crying about New York and Topanga and Corey and Sean were upstairs packing an empty room. You were wondering. They have a whole apartment. You were wondering where the baby was. He's in one of those suitcases. They packed up the baby. They packed up the baby in the crib and all the baby's clothes. So they come down the stairs and then Eric comes in and um, my notes just say Matthew's kitchen suitcases, even though no one lives there. And then we get an Eric montage. Yeah, because Eric is like, you know what? We can go to New York and we can because we can be whatever we want to be now. We don't have to be anything. And Topanga is like, I want you to stay Eric. And it cuts to a billion clips of Eric and him getting beat up by Jack. And him... They show the bashing into the dumpster twice. And Alan calling him fat. And him running into the wall. And so, just all the good clips. Yeah, I was really hoping for, like, some of the funniest Eric clips. And they didn't show them. They just showed there was asshole some. Eric There were some. But th- what I was hoping is that they would have shown some of the uh, the heartwarming Eric clips. Like yeah, the... like Tommy. Yeah. Or the... Maybe we'll get Tommy clips next episode. Maybe. We'll find out. Because that's the end of this episode. <laughs> it's pretty, not. Pretty much. It's not. Go ahead. Finish me off. Um... Well, so that so this is Eric montage where they just show Eric doing stuff. And then we go back to the kitchen, like, for just a split second where Jack is there and Eric is coming over and he's just like, well, this is goodbye. And then we go straight into a montage of Jack and Eric. Well, because Jack is like, I guess this is goodbye. Good. But we go straight into the montage of Jack and Eric where it's like them meeting and the part where like Jack is like cool and great and uh, he goes upstairs to his room in the apartment and Eric is just like, oh, I don't like him. And then we go to him getting his head bashed by Jack at the dumpster and then we go to like another clip that was stupid. And then we go back to him getting his head bashed. By Jack at the dumpster. Why did they do that twice? Like, that was funny. It wasn't funny. So then we go back to the Matthews kitchen where Sean and Corey are, like, crying. Sean is like, what do you mean you're leaving already? Like, we're supposed to have, like, an hour to say goodbye. And they're like, oh, it's only 70 miles away. It'll be fine. And Sean is like, no, like, I don't like this at all. And then to pay Topanga comes running down the street and she has a huge like army duffel bag and she like throws it at Sean and um, Sean's just like, what is this? And she was like, your stuff so you can go with us. And they're like, Corey's like, you're coming with us? And Sean's like, look, guys, everything I have is here. My mom, 
my dad, my girlfriend, my job. And then they just start laughing. Mm-hmm. So Sean's going. Yep. And that's the end of the episode. No. We oh get my... a Sean and Corey montage. That was before this. Oh. But that's fine. Now that's it. <laughs> uh, Tanya. I... Had... Hold on. Oh, my God. The Sean and Corey montage was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Like, it was good. Every clip in that was so good. Sure. Yes. Okay. Tanya? Yep. How'd you feel about this episode? It was fine for a clip show. I'm not a huge fan of clip shows because generally someone who's making the clip show doesn't pick my favorite clips. Like all of the Eric clips were clips that I would have rather done without. Like I wouldn't have even wanted any of those mixed in. None of them were good. But then I was very pleased with the Corey and Sean one. At some point, you yelled about something. Yelled about something, and my phone thought you said something about Google and started transcribing everything you were saying. <laughs> but right now, the only thing that's on the screen—oh, I closed it on accident. Um, it stopped at none of them are dead, all of them are ghosts. <laughs> And I don't know what you said that got us possessed I by demons. I said none of them are good. Oh. <laughs> um, the Corey and Sean montage was fantastic. Like, they picked all the good things. Like, the um, they want us to take the roles. They picked the celery conversation. They picked the... Um, the conversation through the bookshelves when Sean was dating the girl that didn't want him to be friends with Corey. So that part was great. I I would have much rather had an actual episode though. Like I want like we're almost finished. I want to see the people that I've been hanging out with for this many years as they are in that moment. Like don't be lazy. Write a good show. I feel like it was lazy. But it was fine. I didn't hate it, but I'm just not a huge fan of clip shows. How did you feel about this episode? Yeah, I don't like clip shows. Um, it, it was it was fine. It wasn't unenjoyable. And I and I tried to remind myself like this is a obviously obviously a pre YouTube time. And nowadays, like if you wanted to find all of your favorite moments, you can in a second. Um, where in, in that time period, you couldn't. That said, it's still the second to last episode. Like, and we already know the last episode is also a clip show. It's, it's so lazy and it could have been so impactful. Like you could have written, you could have just really poured it on there and made a really great closing to this series um and there are some good moments happening throughout this but the actual like moments is like three minutes long they did two episodes of clip shows with like relevant stuff sprinkled in if they took both of those episodes of relevant things put them into this episode so that that is the episode 
like, instead of putting clips in between, and then been like, all right, the show is over. Here's a bonus. Here's a clip show. Yes. It would have made way more sense. Yes, absolutely. I, I really, like, they could have written a good ending to this story, or a good ending to the series, and then said, tune in next week. For a, a rehash of all of your favorite moments. Um, and I don't think they did this to be lazy. I think somewhere somewhere down the line, multiple people involved with this genuinely thought the best way to pull at people's heartstrings and really give them everything they want is gonna re- is to remind them of all the good times or something like that. And it's not. Like, tell a good story. But, um, like, it wasn't unenjoyable to watch mm-hmm. at all. It was a it was a show full of fun moments. Right. But for a show this big and this am- impactful, it seems like a cop-out. Agreed. But maybe next week we'll disagree. Maybe. That's how I, that's how I feel about this episode. Um, that's all we got. I mean, last week everyone said, "Well, we know next week's going to be a short episode because it's a clip show." Yeah. So you knew what you're getting into. Yeah. You. You. Uh, you Tony, guys. Tell people where they can find us. Uh, you can tweet at us on Twitter at BMG and BMW. You can email us at BMG and BMW at gmail.com. And you can join our Facebook group, uh, Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World in the search bar. Go ahead and join. You'll get approved and then you can chat with us. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for joining us for the second to last episode of the viewing season for Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 7, Episode 22. do good class dismissed